Hello, I'm Alex Rockkeen. I'm a barrister at Third and Essex Chambers specialising in mental capacity law. And I'm really pleased to be joined in the shed virtually today uh, by Gareth Owen. It's going to be a slightly different conversation to some of the ones we've had uh, in the past uh, I've recorded, because I think at one point Gareth is going to ask me some questions. Um, but right now I want to go ask Gareth some questions. The first and foremost of them is, Gareth, would you mind introducing yourself for people who, who don't already know you? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm Gareth Owen. I'm an academic psychiatrist at King's College London, and I led on the Mental Health, Mental Health and Justice Project, which uh, we're going to talk about, um, amongst other things today. And uh, I remember being in your shed, um, Alec, last time I was in your shed was during lockdown, when I think we all had long hair, because there <laughs> were no way to get your hair cut. So it feels, it feels like we've made real progress um, since then. We have, we have. And I mean, in terms of the, men so the Mental Health and Justice Project, I I'll actually suggest people go and watch the first discussion we did. But the Mental Health Project, Mental Health and Justice Project is now, well, to me at least, very sadly, effectively come to an end. There's a sort of little bit of dissemination left, but the project itself has come to an end. Uh, and one of the things I really wanted to sort of ask you about, Gareth, um, as the kind of fearless overall leader of the project, well, first, just for people who've never heard of it, what, what was it? And what, what were you sort of hoping to achieve with it? Well, it was an experiment in many respects in, in um, you know, what might be called strong interdisciplinarity. Um, and it was, you know, called mental health and justice. And we gave ourselves a broad theme, which was really around um, protection versus empowerment. Um, and we um, were sort of strongly interdisciplinary in the sense that we were combining, um, you know, big disciplines um, across the university, psychiatry, law, social science, um, experimental psychology, um, and then had a lot of partners as well. So the key ones were policy, um, service user involvement, and um, participatory arts. So we were a big project going across big divisions actually within the university and reaching out to, um, uh, you know, a lot of um, non-academic uh, players. So some some of those were activist organizations, some were, you know, as you, as you well know, um, Alex, the courts, and um, some were big mental um, providers of healthcare, particularly mental health providers. So it was, um, a large project, sometimes described as an octopus, uh, which had this, this strongly interdisciplinary um, intention. And it was five years. So we, we, we held together um, through thick and thin uh, over a five-year process uh, supported uh, by the Wellcome Trust. And as you say, it, it's in a dissemination phase now and um, all the fruits of the work, and there are many, um, are now um, consolidated in, in, a, uh, in a project website. So, I mean, thinking about interdisciplinarity, I mean, obviously there's between disciplines, and one view you could say, well, anything which has got, you know, more than one author from more than one discipline is interdisciplinary. But I don't think that's kind of necessarily, well, certainly not my view of, inter of interdisciplinarity, and I don't think it's yours. I'm just wondering, from your experience, and I know that there's a book chapter that I'm going to kind of be able to point people to, so sort of look more into it. But from your experience of, of, of working with this, what, what does it mean to actually be properly interdisciplinary? 
and, and why is it necessary to be interdisciplinary in relation to you know the problem of empowerment and protection say yeah i think um interdisciplinarity is best suited to problems which different disciplines um would would consider as shared problems or maybe problems that they fight over so yeah. you know they they um they want to say it's our problem is you know it's it's our discipline's problem primarily um but if but of course for, the, for them to work there has to be a sense that the problem is shared and that to work together you're more likely to generate solutions um which um are better so that there's a sort of the sum is going to be greater than the, than um uh, the whole is going to be greater than the sum of its parts you know there's got to be a kind of you know i think there has to be a um a buy-in on on that on that premise so and uh, the i mean the kind of problem which we all which we shared was um was really a kind of version of of um you know who decides so in the setting of mental health vulnerability um you know do you go to empowerment or autonomy so that the person primarily decides with suitable supports um or do you go to um protection where where other people perhaps those in authority have got certain decision making um responsibilities um and that problem is um isn't one disciplines i mean you know psychiatry is going to have a view on it but you know law most certainly is going to have a view on it um and um you know social sciences and different branches within social sciences and psychology will too so uh it's a problem everybody can identify it as a problem um but it's not one which any discipline is going to um well i think any kind of generous discipline is going to say is theirs and theirs alone uh and if you're looking at it um from your discipline uh well if, i think if you're looking if you're looking at it from outside so let's say you're not an academic at all you know you're a practitioner or you're a policymaker or you're a carer for example um what you're primarily going to be wanting are you know approaches practice policy approaches um in which the problem has been considered as much as possible um from all of those points of view uh so i think there is in a in an area like ours with the problems that we were taking on there is a bit of, there is i think an, an imperative to get out of your discipline uh or to talk uh with others in different in different disciplines because um because policy practice ultimately is interdisciplinary i mean it isn't it isn't just going to be going to psychiatry or it isn't just going to be going to law and it's not just going to be listening to uh, carers or service users or social scientists or psychologists so i think it, it it's it's it what we did is necessary but that doesn't mean it was uh it was simple and um problems like ours have sometimes been described as wicked mm. uh, in the sense that there is uh, you know there are issues around how they're defined. Um, there, there may be aspects of them in which, which are truly difficult to resolve. There may be painful compromises. Um, so they're wicked in that sense, but um, facing them squarely and and um, uh, you know responding to them with a with a with an interdisciplinary approach um, 
feels necessary. And I think we all, I think everybody in the project did feel that actually um, um, at the beginning, middle and end. And just thinking through the challenges. So thinking through the challenges of interdisciplinarity, I mean, what do you think the biggest, the biggest challenge? I mean, five years, middle of a pandemic, I and mean, we could just talk about logistical challenges, but yeah. um, almost more conceptual, what do you think the biggest challenge yeah. is? Well, we, we started it out with the Wellcome Trust um, uh, with a kind of big tent. I mean, partly that was the intention, but it was also something that the Wellcome Trust wanted. Um, so we 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 started with a with a with a very big meeting in which there were lots of different um players and then sculpted um you know sculpted a project uh and you know with as i said this big this big general theme and i think we did as best as we could to um give the project uh as much initial coherence as we as we were able um but there was always, I think, through the through the whole project, a kind of tension between its coherence, its intellectual coherence, if you like, and leaving things out. So, you know, we wanted to be very inclusive, big tent, um, but that also was, you know, introducing a, a challenge around coherence. So we, we were struggling, I think, with that tension through the project. I think made progress, actually, in the end, around a kind of... Um, coherence of richness if you like um and i think in certain in some areas there, there there really was the coherence achieved but there was always that tension and then i think the other challenge was um which was more fundamental i mean in the sense that it wasn't you know kind of you know pandemic related and so forth although maybe the pandemic intensified things um was a, was about values you know i think again this is this is an area where at the very beginning, well, it's an area where, where there are different values and those, those values um, do not necessarily always align. Um, and that's, I think, to be expected because values are plural um, yeah. and move in different directions. At the beginning, we probably didn't think that much about that. Um, I think because we were perhaps overall committed to the idea that in an area like this, um, it's so important to get going with interdisciplinarity and, um, you know, the sum is always going to be greater than, um, the whole is always going to be greater than the sum of its parts. And so, and we'd had experience, some of us had had experience of working together in interdisciplinary, inter, interdisciplinary ways. And so I think there was a sort of confidence just to get on with it. So we didn't think very much about values at the beginning. And I think that was, I mean, partly we didn't have the time and we were doing something new, but I think that in retrospect was a problem or a deficit. I think we we could have done more on that actually, because I think over time we realized that, um, you know, there are these different values or their plural notions of what justice is, for example. Um, and so there was always, I think that inherent tension as well. And so that was always going to be, be challenging and require balance. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember vividly some conversations at different stages in different venues and different things where sometimes it really was almost a recognition, but it was almost that point where you recognise actually just up front, you know what, we are coming at this differently and yeah. that's fine. And it's how you then, but it's that interesting thing, then you think about, well, how am I having the value set around sharing the difference? And it's yeah. that, you know, and then it's the sort of the values and maybe less about the, the values relating to the thing which is being interrogated and more about 
how you share together, you know, we're all committed to plural, you know, pluralism, or we're all committed to X, Y, and Z. And I agree. I think it's with, with something else, which I think we will we'll come on to talk about a little bit later. I think, you know, going into that much more, I think I've certainly been informed by the MHJ project about like, if we go into this, let's go into this being really upfront and clear, we may all be thinking about this differently. And then, you know, how you think that through. So yeah, no, it was a really, it's really interesting to reflect on that. And I know I just, I mentioned a little a while ago, but I know there's a, there's a chapter you've written reflecting on, on this, which I will, I will link to from the, from the website, from my website. Um, and it's also on the mental health and justice website. Um, yeah. That's that's right, yeah, and and, the, and you know, I, I mean, I think one of the things to say about that, that that chapter is that inevitably, it's it's it's, I mean, I, I was the project lead, but it, it was ne- it, it was something as as, you know, complex and multifaceted as this is always going to be my view, you know, it's always yeah. going to be you know how how I experienced it and saw it, but there we, in that chapter also we we I try and go into some of some using some examples so it doesn't just it's not in it doesn't it's not entirely abstract um but there's also interesting questions about what interdisciplinarity is and i think that's actually to some extent an open question yeah um, and a very interesting one and um our experience in mhj i think was um yeah i think it it, it gave us all um you know some better grasp on that on what you know on, on what the question is and what possible answers are yeah yeah so um how to do one how to do one better yes which i think is i mean in a way that's how one proceeds 